0: Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Brian Auten. Welcome to another episode of Elevated Conversations, our podcast program uh, in which we interview Chamber members uh, and others. And um, today we are joined by Mindy Hoppe. Of, uh, she is the owner and interior designer at Theory 19. And Mindy was the um, 2020 recipient of, of the Athena Young Professional Award uh, just last month, uh, or I guess it was earlier this month, it seems like longer ago. But um, Mindy, thank you for joining us um, on this uh, snowy day.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: You're welcome. So Mindy, let's talk about the Athena Award a little bit. As a recipient of that award, um, you probably heard from a lot of um, you know clients, uh, co-workers, uh, people that that you work with, friends, family, that sort of thing, what's one of the the nicest compliments or or nicest things you've heard over the last couple of weeks since you received that award?
1: Sure. Yeah, we had had a lot of of family and friends friends. really send out emails and just congratulations and definitely past clients and knowing that a lot of those efforts that I've done has been, you know, really nice, has been shining through. Um, But a lot of the thank you notes as well, um, but just a lot of flowers being sent to the house. So a lot of, you know, good kind gestures from every different facets of my past has come up to, you know, come shine light on things.
0: Cool. And uh, Mindy, you know, the um, the physical award itself, it's a pretty cool award, It kind of has a, a unique look to it. Where, where did you find a home for that?
1: Um, currently it's sitting on my mobile desk, which is my dining room table at home. But I'm redoing my office, so it'll have a nice place on a shelf, you know, in the office itself. Cool,
0: cool. Well, it, the um, the thing I didn't mention at the the opening of this episode is um, my name is Brian Otten. I'm the marketing manager at the chamber. I'm filling in as the uh, the host uh, today for Dave Ekman, who was unable to uh, to make it, and um, and so this is kind of fun for me to to get to to be in his seat uh, as the host of Elevated Conversations, uh, Mindy. You know, one area that, uh, and I've gotten to interview you a couple of times uh, over the years for the Athena Awards. And um, one area that I know you've been very active is in mentoring, uh, particularly with students that are part of the uh, design school down at um, the University of Wisconsin Stevens Point. Can you tell me a little bit about why you got involved um, in terms of helping those students and uh, what you've gotten out of it and and what it is that that motivates you to, to be involved in such a big way?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest reason why I decided to do a lot of mentoring of students through the interior architecture program is uh, coming out of college, I didn't have a lot of mentorship. And I think I could have been more advanced in my career if I would have had someone to, you know, rely on or ask questions. So having a lot of the students that come in, um, they're just learning for education and inspiration and guidance on where they want to go in their field once they graduate, because there's such a vast variety in our field. So um, a lot of things that I enjoy, you know, getting to know the kids coming that are going to be graduating in the near future, is that the advancement in technology. You know, from when I had graduated in 2007 to when they're doing it now, there's such a wide variety. So I do learn a lot more with the technology and the programs that are going to be kind of leading our field in the near future. So it's very inspirational that way, but also knowing that I'm helping them grow their base foundation. So hopefully that they're feel more confident when they're A, applying for jobs, B, what can they look for and be confident knowing what those fields entail. So I'm just hoping that we can you know really set their base foundation so they can stand firmly when they kind of go out to the field, if it's in a local community or if they wanna to go to Chicago or Minneapolis. But we're hoping that we can, still attract or retain a lot of that talent local because there is a lot of great things for our community.
0: Cool. I mean, that's really uh, uh, a great effort that you've put forth. Um, The chamber is involved with a program called The Branch, which brings in students from um, a number of colleges and universities around the region. And and part of my role is to go into the colleges and speak to the students. And I, I always enjoy that. Um, and, and you're exactly right, the, you know, the need to, to sort of um, interact with these students, you know, while they're still in the, the phase of sort of deciding where it is that they want to live and work uh, is important because um, there's a lot of great uh, aspects to staying right here in central Wisconsin and, and making a career for yourself. The, um, let's talk about your business a little bit more. How has, how has COVID-19 impacted uh, Theory 19? Um, you know, in the last um, six or eight months?
1: We are very fortunate that we're extremely busy. We have a wait list and kind of a backlog of clients that still want to work with us. And the nice thing is that we do a lot of things virtually. So we don't have to necessarily be in the home um, and things of that. And if we do, we, you know, of course take precautions. Um, I think the biggest thing that has probably affected us the most is the timeliness of product that we can actually get in. Um, things getting out of stock. I know people have, or other manufacturers have reduced workforce. So the turnover of the product that normally would take two to three weeks is probably taking at least four to six. So the delay of projects um, from start to completion might take longer. And I know a lot of times that we deal with the immediate gratification um, of people in the community that they're so used to getting things quickly. So it's just being really open and honest with them you know, from the start to finishing, knowing there is delays or shipments delayed, uh, but knowing that we're doing the best we can, you know, from that standpoint. So overall, I think our industry is very strong and we're just coming up with new creative ways to work with clients and, and other businesses too, and how we can, you know, gain product and, you know, plan accordingly with our contractors as well.
0: And you're talking about the supplies. Is there anything that, for whatever reason is, um, is much harder to find now than uh, before the pandemic started?
1: Um, I think like furniture that we purchased, uh, sometimes it's a six to eight weekly time. Now it's eight to 12. Um, a lot of things that are um, imported, those are extremely hard to get. So, and the nice part is then we can start looking for US made items that might be more readily available. So it's actually helping small businesses throughout the United States. That we can kind of work with them from that standpoint. So and it, it varies, you know, really, you know, who's making what components and where they're shipping to another factory. So it really varies, you know, from there, but you I guess any lead time generally will be extending at least three or four weeks, depending if it's stocked or you know, where that is.
0: Okay. And as a as a designer, I mean, obviously when you're working with the customer, um, you have your own you know, sense of, of style and design. And um, there have to be customers that you work with whose who's, who's style doesn't necessarily match yours. And and so you've got to be sort of adaptive. Um, the, you know, I went to college for graphic design and that was, a you know, when I was designing ads, it was sort of the same thing. I mean, you'd have people ask for things that me, myself, I just, you know, it, it was, um, you had to sort of stretch yourself in order to sort of, see things through their eyes. I guess, how do, you, how do you deal with that? I mean, do you try to to sort of um, exert some influence or do you uh, just go along and the customer's always right? I, I guess, what's your philosophy when it comes to that?
1: Sure, um, and there's some other designers that I'm really close with. Um, you know, like Lada Zhang from Environments, you know, her and I have an in-depth conversation about this often enough between commercial and residential. And we truly believe that we have to be chameleons we might have a preference on design, but I think based on our talent, we can do a lot more research and based on, you know, if it's Norwegian, like Swedish, um, French country, urban industrial, you know, if we do our research, we can find things that are going to be very complementary and have a successful project. So there's not a, any projects that we're not able to design based on style. Um, and it might, may not be my preference, but we have to look at things unbiasedly. And being able to, you know, have the client's vision kind of come to life, and we're there to provide outside of the box ideas and concepts to, you know, kind of share with them. And sometimes they come to my the dark side and like the stuff that I like, but you know, our our goal is to, you know, make them love their space. You know, it, I guess it's, it's a nice thing that we don't all have to like the same thing because if we did that, then it would be kind of boring at that point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and so you're. Um... Your clientele, how does it break down commercial to residential? I mean, or, um, or your business, I guess.
1: Sure. Yeah, we still do at least 90% residential, um, but our commercial projects are, you know, can be really large scale. So I'm working on a multi million dollar memory care over in the Fox Valley area, you know, and you can only take on so many projects being a small business. So um, we can have a couple. We have at least two or three small businesses that we're working with on small projects, but then having that large uh, project to kind of carry through besides us filling in with all the residential, you know, new build and remodels that we're working on as well, or even styling a home, you know. So it's nice that we have a wide variety. So it definitely keeps work very interesting for us.
0: <laughs> and how big is how big is your staff at Serie 19?
1: Um, so there's myself, and then I have Carolyn Haneke, who's our interior designer, and then we have Andrew Klopka is an intern, who's been with me for about a year and a half, and then uh, we have one more intern starting in, in December, so we've had a lot more interns this year due to COVID, so normally I have one during the summer, but I've had four now this year, so just being fortunate, we have a, we do have plenty of work to do, but also to gain experience for the kids that do need to, you know, graduate in the spring, and they, this is part of their requirements.
0: HGTV. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure HGTV has made your job uh, very difficult in that you know they make everything look like so easy and cheap and simple, and, and there's usually a lot more to that. What what program um, that's on HGTV or or you know whatever is a similar a program about. Um, Interior design, home renovation, all that stuff. What's the one program that you actually enjoy? Do you enjoy any of them?
1: Um, yeah, we just got recently got rid of TV. so now I can't watch it. But I'm I'm big on House Hunters. I always like that. Or you know, we've actually Carol and I both met the Property Brothers um, two years ago, and they are very tall. I'm very short next to them, um, but the nicest people. Uh, so I do like the Property Brothers. Um, so I find a lot of value you know, even uh, Love It or List It. I love the bantering. So, and that, and the Love It or List It part is actually more of a true transi- transition, I think, with some of the projects that we've been working on recently is that, you know, the, my Green Bay project and he wasn't sure if he was going to love his house or sell it because his boys were leaving and we came in and did a light remodel and he loves it and he's not moving. He doesn't plan on moving. So we run into those situations and even the part where the love it or listed is, you know, the realtor and the homeowner or the, the designer working with the homeowners that have different tastes and styles, different personalities. You know, we run into that all the time and I don't mind being the middle person. And so that's the part where it's fun to bring in both of their flavors and styles of, you know, what their likes and dislikes are and bring those together and hoping that we do a really good job and can make it more, more you know, balanced and harmonious, I think, in that aspect.
0: Cool. Well, I'm going to wrap up with a few uh, rapid fire questions for you here, Mindy, okay?
1: <laughs> sure. All
0: right. I want to hear. Everybody, you know, when they're growing up, everybody has a number of nicknames. What was your favorite nickname?
1: Um, I'm glad you asked me my favorite one. That's the most embarrassing one. No, I'm not, you know, not going
0: to ask about that. <laughs> just, I just want to see yeah. if you had a favorite one. And you, not, I guess not everybody has a favorite one, but...
1: Yeah, no, I have one. There's a couple. Um, one, my sisters call me Hollywood because I'm always dressed up for family events. Um, but the other one is it's triplet. So because um, I am a triplet, which a lot of people don't know that. So um, a lot of my friends just call me triplet, you know, kind of coming up. I think my high school best friend gave that to me back when, and, you know, people still, will. that one will come up every once in a while from my past.
0: So. And I know we've, we've talked about the fact that you're a triplet in the past during those Athena interviews. Tell me or remind me, I guess, your, your two sisters, what, what did they, what careers did they go into?
1: Um, Mandy works for an insurance company. So she does like more special investigation. Um, and then Megan went into, um, it was more like marketing as well. So now she works for a title company up in Merrill. Okay. Cool. So let's, very let's much people orientated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But interesting that the three completely, you know, mostly different kind of um, fields though. That's, that's interesting. How about uh, when you were a kid, what was your, what was your dream job?
1: I wanted to be a beautician. Okay. My mom was like, well, no, we can try, strive for something more. And, um, and I think over time I didn't realize what I wanted to do. And all I know is I used to look through the home interior magazines my mom had laying around and I don't think she liked this, but I did move the furniture on her in the house all the time because I liked the effect and the flow of the house that made it feel differently. And sure. even rearranging yeah. my room, didn't know really what I was doing, but I always pulled stuff together. And, you know, and even for me to find this field, um, I kind of always thought it was like online dating. I took a survey and you paid like seventeen ninety-five, and they asked you very specific questions about yourself. And the only answer they told me I was good at was interior design. So I'm like, yeah, it's like online dating, and I I absolutely love it. I don't feel like I go to work every day. I have fun. I meet amazing people. They have great people to work with. Even our contractors are amazing. So best $18 I ever spent.
0: <laughs> cool. And my I mean, my kids, um, particularly my son, was big into Legos. You know, as a kid, uh, my daughter had dollhouse. Did, did you have those things? Did you sort of? Um, exercise those interior design skills at a young age, you know, redecorating your, you know, your Barbie house or building with Legos or anything like that?
1: Yeah, both of them, you know, not so much probably the Legos cause I think I got frustrated cause I never have enough of the right colors <laughs> to stack them properly. But yeah, you know, Barbies and, you know, hanging out with my sisters, you know, growing up, we all three shared a room. So, you know, we'd have Barbies and, you know, like a city, you know, that you had to walk through so you didn't step on anything. Hopefully but it was, it was fun. We enjoyed it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Mindy. Uh, we appreciate you, um, you know, jumping in as a guest here on, uh, uh, elevated conversations, um, in our podcast and, um, congratulations again on the Athena young professional award. That's, you know, that's, that's a big deal. So congratulations. And, um, I, I, you know, I hope that's something you can uh, display proudly.
1: Oh, I plan on it. (laughs) Thank you.
0: (laughs) Great. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. This podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce.